0: I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do it.
0: Sometimes you're flush and sometimes you're bust. And when you're up, it's never as good as it seems. And when you're down, you never think you're going to be up again. But life goes on. Remember that. Money isn't real, George. It doesn't matter. It only seems like it does.
1: All right, another episode of Staying in Trouble. Whoop, whoop. We're here. Adam's here. Eric's here. All right, check and check.
0: We're there. Attendance taken. There it is. In distance learning, that's half the battle.
1: Do I, I guess all the kids are going to go to distant learning.
0: That's the way to be. That's Get your a, computer. That's the way ours is. We just got done uh, fighting all these battles of kids you know, being on screens, and now we're going to teach them to be on screens for nine hours a day.
1: Yep. Yeah. 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 This is going to be fantastic. Our kids wear uniforms at school and they have to wear uniforms while they're on the computer. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. At least the shirt. No. They have to wear the shirt. No. Yes. No. What are you talking about? I'm going to talk to the principal. By all means. You know what? We should have the principal in here. I bet she's going through a lot. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to call her. She has a good staff. She does. She does a lot, but she was raised on a, she's a busy she girl. She's busy. She was
0: raised on a great part of town. Um she was adored by her peers and other students. Um she has really great support from the community. Are we
1: talking about the same principle? Yes. I think I don't know. You do me to It's crazy. No, we shouldn't drop a name.
0: We won't drop a name, but just you know, one of our the guests that we're trying to get yeah. is actually her sister, by the way.
1: Oh, really? I didn't know she even had a sister.
0: Booyah. What, what, what? Right on, dude. Right I on. know it surprises you when you, when, I, when you find out that I know someone. So d- d- that, It doesn't surprise me at all. You probably sold them a house. I did not sell them a house. Oh. I've just known that principal since we were in school together.
1: No, that's cool. No, she's a real good person. and And I know she's probably kind of stressed out there's a lot going on right now and this is very unusual and it's a little crazy it's not just crazy for the kids I know everyone keeps talking about the kids but it's crazy for the staff it's crazy for the teachers even the teachers have to stu- have kids of their own you know yeah. you know what are they going to do you know I mean they, there's a lot of craziness going on man. yeah I don't know that the effectiveness of
0: uh, this school year will be definitely tested so yeah
1: it will be yeah, my wife and I sat back and talked about our schedules and how we're going to do this and that's so, what we're going to have to do, and we're going to kind of—that's
0: good. That's heartwarming. Has she mentioned it? how
1: skinny you look, or she, she mentions it, a, you know, a couple times, a couple times. Not, so not too. I'm awkward.
0: glad to hear that you guys are still talking. So <laughs> we try to.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course we still talk. We have to.
0: Well, I mean, now that you got rid of the big board, I, I didn't know if that was. Well, like
1: the big board may come back, planning school and everything else. And, you know, it gets a little crazy, but but it's all good, man. Yeah, are we, we going to talk about COVID today? We're going to try to talk about COVID. Okay, I, I I think you know a little bit more than I do. Yeah, you kind of alluded in the last episode that there's there's a story. So I, there's a story. I I guess I'll just turn it over to. Let's Say meet our Eric. guest,
0: Eric. Eric, this is yourself. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've had a lot of people reach out to me. So I pe- I tested positive for COVID a couple of weeks ago. And everybody, I've had a few people who wanted to like take notes, like a lab rat, And they're like, okay, when did you feel it? What were you feeling? Are, are you alive? Are you able to walk? And I'm like, it was like being normally sick for like a day. And then, you know. And then, well, that's
1: not what you text me. Okay, for our listeners, so they can learn a little bit more about Adam and Eric and what we're all about. Eric is the shortest texter in the world. He'll talk your ear off, but when it comes to texting, it is like one or two words, or like the thumbs up emoji,
0: (laughs) or a heart, or Or a heart question mark. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's yeah, whatever one of the five emojis is. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're worse than Revelations. We're just sitting there trying to interpret it, man. It's like, okay, because uh, I text you, I'm like, man, how you feeling, bro? Uh, tired. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? So,
0: so, uh, for me, I normally sleep four to six hours a night, and that's normal for me, and it has been since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And so I do what, you know, a lot of people call burning the candle at both ends is what has, when they look at my life, they go, Eric, you, 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 burn the candle at both ends, like go to bed at 1130, get up at five and just keep charging. And I've been doing that my whole life. And so, uh, what happened was, um, this is my own theory is it is based off your immune system. Like if you are, if you have a weaker immune system, you're probably going to catch COVID. And you know what? It's okay. Um, so post post having, uh, I'll start at the end and work our way back a little bit. It's like okay. having COVID, like now that I disclosed to everyone, hey, I had COVID a couple of weeks ago. Some people are like, will, will like run down the hall. They're scared of you. They're scared. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're the great leper. <laughs> and, you know, they'll come back with gloves, a mask, and they'll like, they'll get some new, like they'll get like a jacket on. They're like, I don't want it. I don't want it like getting on me. And which, you know, we, we had, uh, we had a fireman in here in March and, and we were talking about, and that was at the beginning of the pandemic. And he was talking about how it might affect. Um, here we are in the middle of things when people are having parties and catching COVID. And, um, and I'm in a uh, an essential job. So I'm interacting with people every day and so I don't know exactly where I got it or when I got it, but I do know that that week that I did get it, it started off with uh, Sunday night with two hours of sleep. Monday night was like four hours of sleep. May, you know, it was just, it was a very rough uh, week. Um, and so I didn't, I wasn't getting a lot of sleep. Mm-hmm. Normally I just need like a block of sleep. Boom. I'm good. And, um, and that didn't happen, drank a lot of soda, to be honest with you. And, uh, felt like I had like a sore throat, but what really tipped the scale was, um, when I had a fever. So, um, uh, I went and played pickleball and I felt like it was like 110 degrees. There it is. Blame it on the pickleball. Never. I don't think it was a, (laughs) the pickleball is like, is, is a refiner of people. Okay. And so, but I was out there, I was outside and I was like, man, it's hot, but it's like extra hot. So I'm putting yeah. down power aids and water as much as possible. Still not feeling refreshed. And so I left early and, and my buddy was like, well, yeah, why, you know, what's going on? I'm like, oh, I went home, took a shower and I was way tired. And I took a nap for like four hours. And my family knows, Hey, if dad has taken a nap, he does there's not. There's something wrong. There's something wrong. Yeah and uh and then i was just kind of like i was tired just boob tubing after that and you know sarah kept coming at me like hey take your temperature take your temperature and i think i was running like 99.6 so it wasn't like super high and so we actually opened up a new thermometer to double check and it was still right around that 99 and um one of the mouth ones or the other ones? it was the on the forehead. Not the butt one? No. No. We're not at we're not at the shorty house. We're not at the short house. Oh. Jeez, those poor kids. Oh right. And uh and so the next day, uh, you know, uh took some NyQuil that night. Uh that was Saturday. Actually that day. Um, went into care now because it's really hard to get tested now. Um, two months ago, you could just drive down to UNLV, they'd swab your mouth, boom. You, if you were positive, they would call you. Those days have passed Nevada by. You got to make an appointment, and it's days out. And I'm like, jeez. And then, and they even tell you up front. They're like, mm, you'll get the results in like ten, like eight to fourteen days. I'm like to fourteen days,
1: like Dude, it'll be out of your body, and you'll be quarantined by the time you. Yeah, you'll be know. done with quarantine by then. So, right. but
0: anyways, we I did it anyways just to know, and so I went into to care now, and they did the nostril test, and that was fun because they stick two yeah. swabs up your nose, and um I had the previous test I took were, was actually the mouth swab one, and that was quick and easy. The nose one was a little in it was a little like uh it was just it's uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, yeah. Way uncomfortable. And then um so I left there and then went home I was in kinda my family kinda I started isolating me and then I have a, a second residence and and uh so Sunday I just watched boob tube and drank a lot of liquids and and uh by Sunday I lost my I had broke my fever but the weirdest thing, like they, you hear this that you lose your sense of smell and your 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 sense of taste.
1: Yeah, everyone says that's the weirdest.
0: That is the weirdest because yeah, I kept like I wasn't really hungry. You don't have a big appetite. Yeah, but I'm like, no, I'll just throw down a peanut butter cookie that Sarah just made, right? And I'm like, you know, that's going to be like it's halfway nutritious, halfway you know complete, you know, sugar food. Yeah, so you're eating it. And you can like, just feel the morsels. That's what you feel it, but you
1: don't taste it. You don't
0: taste it at all. That's wild. And here's the craziest thing is if you don't smell food, dude, it takes away your hunger. Half of the joy of eating food is the experience. I would say even more than that, like 75%. When we talk about a lot of times about diet and health and all this. And we talk about, like, uh, Americans' affinity for sugar. Yeah. Half of that comes from smell. I kid you not.
1: So you can lose weight by just plugging your nose.
0: Yeah. And I'd heard that before. And now when you... Because you don't taste it. Like, like one of the first things I ate afterwards was, like, a, a steak. Pull a steak out yeah. and and had a steak or even just, you know, that's how I gauged whether I was over it or not was how much taste I had back and it was weird because on that Sunday you, I had no taste at all, and I kind of didn't want to admit it to Sarah that oh yeah, no taste. I'm probably COVID, you know, yeah. COVID friendly. Yeah. And so she's like, uh, uh, y- y- you know, you need to stay away from us, stay isolated. So I, and then the CDC recommends you should be isolated if you if you test positive for ten days. So I went ahead and. Isolated myself at our second residence, which was which was difficult because it's you know oh, it 15 to horrible because it's like 20 degrees cooler <laughs> and, at the cabin. And um, so I was there and and uh, and isolate, And that's that is actually tough for me because I'm a people person up there all by yourself, up there by myself. You know, you should have finished your book. I sh- I should have, if I would have taken it, (laughs) I should have written a book. I should have done a lot of things, but, um, I'm a, I'm a people person. So I got some crappy jobs done and then other things I watched a lot of, I got the NBA pass. I watched binged, watched a bunch of shows just, you know, but, uh, the hardest part about the whole thing was like even the post. So like post isolation, you know, it's kind of weird because I'm like, hey, just, you know, I had COVID. Just wanted to give up front with you. And some people are like, oh, I can't believe you had it. And I didn't get it. And I'm like, yeah, me too. I I kind of wish my wife would have got it at the same time. Um See that? Because I, I, I so if you want so to go to Hawaii, if you want to go to Hawaii, that you're supposed to provide a test that you have the COVID antibodies. The only way you get the antibodies are from having COVID previously. Huh and so you can go to hawaii i could go to hawaii so um and i think that's you know that's like the silver lining is like i'm not as intrepid about being out because i'm it's done over with right now i have the antibodies there's different studies that say it's good for three months It, it may be good for the rest of the year who knows they don't they don't have enough studies on it um and then what the weird thing though is, is now I do understand why if you haven't had COVID, like even if you, you test negative, why if you've been around someone that has, you should be quarantined longer because the, it's not that you will get other people sick or that you might get sick. It, it is about, Hey, you might, you might be carrying it as asymptomatic. And so they don't want it to, to try to quarantine the, the spread. But because once you've had it and you've been isolated, it actually says the first two days right before you get it, right before you show symptoms, are your two most contagious days.
1: But what's wild is your wife did not test positive.
0: She did not. And But I was, you're with her all the time. I was with her the all the time. Bed, you sleep you, in mean, the same bed. We do sleep in the same bed, and we had a lot of close contact that week. So, so
1: this whole disease is still extremely confusing to me i mean it's wild not just you You're, you're not the only story that i've heard that where someone gets tested positive and then someone extremely close to them like a wife a spouse kids something like that and they get nothing yeah the way that the news and everyone else has spun it is if you get sneezed on touched anything by someone who has it you pretty much have it that's, that's what I get. Yeah. I, I don't know. think and that's true. I mean, I obviously think,
0: that's not true. Obviously that's not true. And so, uh, you know, I had another friend and his his wife uh, tested positive and she was like really sick mm-hmm. for like a week. And my nephew had previously tested positive uh, earlier on in the summer, a couple months ago, and he'd got it from his grandma. And he acted like he had like dehydration for a day. He had a fever that night. And then like the next day, dude, he was like normal, which is pretty similar to what I had. And so now they're coming out and saying, well, hey, there's six different clusters. Like you may be like in this group, which is you have COVID, but you don't have a fever. You have COVID, you have a fever, and you have these symptoms. You have COVID, and you have this. You have, And like it's ratcheting up. Like one is, you know, mild like one and two are super mild three is like in between four five, six is a little bit more serious. Obviously I think four five, six you're in the hospital. And, and I think that's where there's so much, uh, you know, I don't watch the news on a regular basis, so I'm not affected by the winds, uh, of the, of the news cycle. And so for me, it was, I it was like me being sick normally. Like yeah. I'm not sick that often. I knew I hadn't slept much that whole week. I knew I'd drink too much soda. Like I wasn't hydrating correctly yeah. and it was hot. And so um, so I think a lot of those things just kind of bunched up at the same time. And so, uh, but the, the, the weird thing was, A, losing taste, and then B, after having to kind of disclose to everyone, hey, just so you know, uh, I tested positive for COVID and some people were like, yeah, we didn't get it. Can you go, can you come, c- come over and cough on us? And, yeah. you know, and other people were like, you know, get back leper. And, right. and, and I'm like, uh, you could have called me a leper like two weeks ago when I wasn't around you. But, uh, but now I'm, mean, you like it's, it's really ineffective. And then I've also heard from other doctors, Um, that they're, what they're seeing, they're getting different information as well. And that's why it's hard because the medical community as a whole, isn't on the same page because some doctors are a lot of the journal, there's not been enough data. And so, uh, a doctor told a, 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 a friend of mine, he told her that, Hey, you know, the whole mass thing is really to protect people that don't have it. You Doesn't the mask really doesn't mean anything to if you already if you've already had COVID and you have the antibodies, the
1: mask is really just to be socially accepted. Well, okay, back to that. That if your wife didn't get it when you were the most vulnerable to pass it to someone, yeah. Then what the heck is the mask? If she didn't get it, you weren't wearing a mask in bed. No, you weren't wearing gloves. You weren't social distancing. No, so. That's why I'm saying that's all a bunch of crap, because, I, yeah. But that's the thing is, who knows? And and uh, and I don't know. Sooner or later, we all are going to have to lick the handrail and just see what happens.
0: That's what I, I'm. A, I'm. I'm more on the herd mentality. I'm. I'm on the Sweden train. Hey, let's all get it, have it over with, and move on with our lives.
1: Yeah. 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 Because I need to get back to sporting events. Yeah. I need to do something. I mean, this. This way of living is not working. It's not working.
0: Yeah, for for extroverts and for people who enjoy being around other people, this is a tough living. This oh yeah, is, this is a tough, and I think it's tough on our kids too. Like you know, we were talking about you know we're you know kidding about school and the board and 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 uh, and talking. I mean, there's there's definitely been positives of spending more time with the family with all this quarantine and, and isolation. But on the flip side is as a society, it's very difficult to, um, interact with, with other people. And you're like, Oh, you know, and that's why like, even when I, so I literally, when I, when I got out of isolation, I actually sent people a lot of the information from the CDC, um, because even the information I got from the healthcare provider was very vague actually. They're like, this is it's like three or four pages, and it's like, hey, these are some guidelines. And you could you kinda need to, you know, figure it out for yourself at the end of the day. This is what it comes from the health. They you know, they don't want to say do one thing or the other. But then on the flip side is you also they're like, Hey, you need to kind of figure this out and you know, and, and just try to do your best. So, um, it's very confusing.
1: It's so crazy,
0: but I do feel liberated, though. To be honest with you, like go now, through after guy getting it. Yeah, yeah. because it's I, you don't have to live in fear like everyone else who's like, oh no, you know I might get it. I'm like, yeah. uh, you know, I I do have. But a. But you still a,
1: have to follow all those silly, you,
0: all the social norms. Know, like we do have a family member that was put in the hospital due to COVID, and his health was never great. Mm -hmm. And so COVID just came along and uh, they, you know, him and his wife both had major health concerns or, you know, they had some health concerns they were working on. And so when they did get COVID, it, it, it didn't help them. But uh, you know, and I look at, I look at that couple and go, well, if COVID was really like this, you know, this menace of the night, it probably would have gotten one of them. And I do know that I do have another friend that, has lost like two family members to COVID. And so that's where it's it's so confusing.
1: It is. Because, and you don't want to be insensitive to any of those people. No. I, I mean, I, I I don't mean to sit here and say in general, mask and gloves and washing your hands and all that stuff is horrible. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm sure it's doing something. Doctors have been doing it for years. They've always worn that stuff. So that it, it has to do something, But right. but at the same time, I feel like we're being really misled and every time i watch the news or i do anything or or read anything online they're talking doomsday they're talking economy is horrible this virus is horrible everything's coming to a crash but then when you go out the other day i was thinking about this i'm driving home from the gym Oof. And, and what I'm, time oh it was it was early but but i'm looking around coming from that side of town, and there's an apartment complex being built. Henderson Hospital is adding on. They're hanging iron right now. They're they're doing all of this stuff all over town. I come into the office. I'm not in real estate, but I come into our office because Rooftop Realty provides us this awesome studio. But every time I come in here to, to work on the podcast, your realtors are busy. Yeah, You're busy. Yeah. People are buying homes. People are selling homes. People are buying cars. People are moving around. People are are, there. Is the economy really that bad? Because stuff is happening out there.
0: Well, luckily, I don't. I I don't understand. Luckily, Vegas is diversified over the years. Like, you know, luckily, Vegas, unbeknownst to a lot of people, has always quietly built up uh, a different part of the tech services. And so when the new, if we call this the new economy, Vegas was actually ahead of the curve. And then you take into the fact that, you know, some of the, you know, yes, there have been closings. Yes, there are, you know, hotel workers that aren't working bartenders that aren't bartending. Yeah, that's true. But they estimate it's only about 35% of the total economy right now. That's, that's not working. And You add to the fact that the government has been very, uh, you know, hopefully it will look back and it'll look wise is they have kept money flowing because there was a time when everyone was like panicked. I was reading a post today and he was talking, it was a post about, Hey, if you were born in 1900, this is what you had to live through, live through the Spanish flu, live through world war one, world war two, Vietnam, Korean wars. Through all this tragedy, like how many million, like over 100 million people in the world had had lost their lives. You know, if you were born in 1900, but also in the 1900s, if you were born in 1900, you saw people go from horse and wagon to air, you know, airplane flight. You know, you, you saw the miracle of technology in a way that no one else did. And so there's, uh, you know a lot of pros and cons in, in all of this, and but you know for me spe me specifically, you know a lot of people have asked me like on a personal basis, like you know what was it like or are are you still feeling well? Well, for me it was a very mild case. It was just like having the flu for a day, and then and then the second and then the symptom after that was I couldn't taste anything. So when I did eat something, I was eating it because I had to eat, like not because but there was no
1: joy there. There
0: was no joy. Wow, it was like let's have cake and ice cream. Now nah, pass, dude, <laughs> dude. The COVID diet, the COVID diet could be hey, revolutionary. Get COVID
1: and drop 19 pounds.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we can, but that's that. A lot Serious. of people have done that, so it, it'll be interesting to see what other, um, like you said, we we don't take light of people that have you know, really suffered some tragedy oh, from for COVID, sure. but it, for, uh, I think the large swath of America, you know, like when I read the, you know, th- like every day there's like a new headline. Someone had a party, two people got COVID, right? Georgia opened up their schools. One kid tested positive for COVID. And it's like, at what point is it uh gonna be okay if you test test positive and that's where we're not yet if you test positive right now it's like you know you do feel demonized a little bit and that's rough because i think you know people don't know because there's so many different stories like what you talked about you know people are like well how do i treat you
1: yeah exactly well on top of social distancing there's nothing worse than being treated like an outsider completely, yeah, and, and, and like you have something horrible. But we got to get to the point where we look at COVID as just we look at the cold. You show up or you're out there. Oh, he he has the cold. Stay away from me. But the common cold. Do yep. you think? Do you think that will come once a vaccination hits and the and the drugs hit the market that we can fight against this, and then it will go back to normal? I,
0: I do. Because I, I want to see, you know, right now they're talking about, and it's not, I, like I said, I'm not, I don't listen to all the news cycles, is I think once a vaccination does come through, it will be more like, you know, like the serious flu. And, and I think in the totality of things, though, you know, hopefully we won't be, I, I think it's going to be completely different, though. That's what is really perplexing is are we going to be germaphobes from here on out Yeah, (laughs) you know and which you know for our generation is very difficult i think like um spray everything down you know yeah i mean i know there's there's people who've been hyper you know hydrochondriacs for years and we've we've scoffed and made fun of them and now it's like oh the, they were just prepping for the pandemic. And now, you know, now we're all doing the same things. And so it will be different. I want to see what life will be in 2021. Will we still have to be social distance? Will we still have, and, in it's just in the mental fact, right? Where, where's the social, where's our society at mentally yeah. and not just our society is on a global basis, you know, that's what's really crazy is is international travel has come to a a standstill and when does that open back up you know and that's what's really crazy and that's where more misinformation comes in you know um, i saw a picture like last week or the week before and it had one of the tour boards uh, at the niagara falls on the canadian side boats packed no social distancing packed on the u.s side there's like fifteen people, right? Because that's all they can have for capacity or something like it. That's crazy. It it, it was so stark. Yeah. The two. And the difference is there's an imaginary border in the water right here. So if you're on this side of the water, you know what? Life is normal. If you're on that side, no. And so, you know, how does that open up? Does Canada does Canada open up? Does Mexico open up? It's really crazy how we're not hearing immigration stories right now because the borders are closed because of the pandemic not because of political uh you know biases and so um you have that you have very little reporting on third world countries on how the third world countries are 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 doing with the pandemic um i was just watching another article on downtown san francisco which has become worse than third world countries where you have people defecating in the streets. You have so much like poor hygiene. Yes. They have stations, I guess to wash hands, but when you have people defecating in the street, you have people taking, well, they've trips. always
1: had a bad homeless problem
0: and now they? it's worse. Yeah. And that's just crazy to me. Like, like why aren't we finding solutions for some of these societal problems? And especially at a time right now when we're all at a standstill, so yeah. when people actually have time to actually
1: work on things. Yeah. Maybe that's one of the things with this whole COVID thing is it kind of opens our eyes up and we start looking around a little bit more. A lot, it, It's really easy when life is busy and you're working and you're going 100 miles an hour to glass over some of these issues and not even think about them. But maybe our eyes are starting to become open more, and and we're able to to look at these. That's why maybe some of these other issues are starting to come arise. I, I I've always known that that child trafficking has always been an issue. Yeah, but it's been blowing up on the internet now, and it's on social media and stuff like that, and people are rallying behind it, which is good. I'm I'm please don't take it that I'm coming down on it, but it's like it was kind of in the. I mean, we knew it was there, but we. We would hear about it occasionally. It was in the closet. Yes, it but, was in the closet. But now it's really coming out in the open, which yeah. is, like I said, not a bad thing. Something that needs to stop in this world. But uh, especially when when the U.S. is the biggest
0: consumer of that stuff, it, it's embarrassing, it, yeah. and and so it's hard to talk about, right? No, you don't want to talk about the the relative that you know that caught. You know, for how many years was ABC doing that? Uh, you know that sting show. On the on the predators and yeah. and and so that was kind of a lead up to what this is is like, hey, that's like level one, and then level two is when you hear of people you know of of minors being trafficked. That's you know the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing. You know, yeah, you know, it's easy to talk about the conspiracy theories with with Epstein and and Maxwell, but it's really but the problem with that is it distracts you from what was really going on right yeah. when you see a picture of prince andrew and i think her name was virginia roberts you're like uh that could be his daughter and, yeah. and and you and i were dads with daughters and so the thought honestly like the thought of someone you know kidnapping my daughter and and taking her down the road that we don't want to see our kids on that is I think that's why it's been so hard for years because no one has said hey that happened to me because it like you know I talk about you know feeling like a leper post-covid is I think in those situations you know there's a lot of embarrassment and a lot of hey we there's nothing we can do because it's been such a dark evil road yeah yeah and so, you know, like those reports I see, it's like, it's just unfathomable. Um, what was uh smart, what, the girl, Elizabeth smart. Yeah. And that was another lead up, I think, you know, in the progression of, Hey, let's, Hey, let's put more light on this. You know, the fact that not only did it happen to her in a very conservative part of America, but she has gone on to help educate. I mean, the amount of shows she's on, the books yeah. she wrote. I mean, that's, you know, she's remarried with children now and she even talks about that how it, you know, it's affected her marriage and her family sure. life. And, you know, she was literally snatched from her bed in the middle of the night by a boogeyman. That's the that's that's really scary. It Look. is. And so, uh, you're right. I mean, and, and so on the flip side is people do have time to actually, I feel like, be a little bit more serious in finding a cause, in, in finding the motivation. And, and hopefully stuff like that,
1: we can make a difference. We can make the world a better place. But in the, in the same light, there's always going to be those kind of issues. Even if, say, if we, as, an, as a community, as, a, as humans, we stop human trafficking over the world, there's going to be something else. But we have to balance the negativity with the positivity in this world. Yes, there are those things that happen. But I, what I'm afraid of is you can really get consumed by all of this that's happened in 2020. Yeah. From Black Lives Matter to COVID to now child trafficking and all of this. It can almost bring you down. And next thing you know, you're going to be making an appointment with Josh Silito because you got anxiety and you got to handle it in your own head. There's all, there is that negativity out there and there's those bad things and bad people out there, but you still have to balance it in a point where, Hey, I want to help this cause, but there's a lot of good in the world. There's good people out there that want to stop this. There's good things that are happening. There's positive stories. If you're not careful online, you can get consumed by all the negative stories. You have to take a moment. If you got to shut off your computer or open a good book or get out there because that, I think that's one of the dangerous things that we've done is by eliminating churches of all churches and we're not able to go to these churches on a regular basis. You're cutting out that one thing or something that's good in their life and you're just filling it with nothing but negativity I think we're going to see an increase of anxiety and depression. Yeah, and, and you, you just—I think, a, I think you Josh just, has
0: already talked about that. He how, did, and, and and you know, we talk about balance on the positive side is people are getting out more and getting more, you know,
1: sunshine, getting some vitamin D and getting some vitamin B. Have you been out? Well, I know you have a cabin, but if you go anywhere else, trying to camp, we've gone to a few places, yeah. Zion and stuff. It is packed. Yeah, that's all there is to do. You yeah. can't go to an amusement park. You can't go to SeaWorld. You can't do anything else. So people are camping like crazy. So they are getting out, outside. And, and I think that's healthy. I think that's a good thing. I'm not yeah. complaining. But it's crazy if you try to go to any of these um, national parks or campsites or stuff like that. They are packed. Well, I could imagine. Yeah. Try renting an RV. I'll, take, you, I'll take your word on that. Well, I did. I have I actually got one. Well, good. <laughs> but
0: uh, we rent our RV our, our on Outdoorsy. For those who are listening, so
1: I thought you got rid of that one. I would have rented from you. You should have. You should have called me. I would have told you. Oh, you texted me. I would have said yes. I, I'm sure it was booked for Labor Day weekend.
0: I have no idea. You have I, don't, no idea?
1: I don't think so. Oh. Anyways, yeah, my kids, we're trying to get out of that. My that. my kids would have destroyed that thing.
0: Easily. Easily. Isaac
1: himself would have done it. Yeah. That kid is nuts. (laughs) But anyways, yeah, I know. So my
0: message coincides with yours. If you know someone that's tested positive for COVID, be nice. Yeah. And then also. uh, Stay positive. Stay positive. The sun's out. You know, like that perspective uh, post was, you know, most of our generations before us have put up with – a lot life has been a lot yes. worse. And so like, you know, even this right here, the ability that we have to do this podcast and bring some sunshine, hopefully we bring hope and bring faith and bring some, uh, great smiles.
1: We hope we make you laugh.
0: I, I like inspiration. Dude, I'm still pumped up from, from, uh, Eric Nixick being
1: in here. Was that fun or what? Dude, I feel motivated. Yeah. That guy was great. Yeah. Was and so we're,
0: I, hopefully we'll have to keep, keep a lot of the motivational, uh, I know we have uh, Jace Pagusa coming up. I know we got Lisa Chastain who's going to talk about finances and hope. I got we got Mike Ballard coming in. and He's going to talk about you know how to be a business entrepreneur in this COVID craziness. And that's what you were talking about. Was like how is that happening? Is you know, you know, we're ingenuitive. Yeah. You know, we'll
1: figure things out. We will. We will move on. So. We will get through this. But we got a lot to be grateful for. We have a lot to be grateful for living in this country. Like you said, we have a lot of opportunities here and we need to stay positive and, and just, just love everyone, man. I mean, I don't mean to be that crunchy, but it is that simple, you know, right on, man. Well, thanks for sharing your story. Yeah, no problem. Even you and I have stories we can share. Yeah. That's crazy, right? Yeah. It's awesome. But yeah, no. Thanks for tuning in guys. And, and please tell someone about the show and hit that subscribe button. And we appreciate your support. And if you would like to, at the, at the bottom of the show notes, there's our email. You want to share your story. uh, Maybe you have a COVID story or you have something going on in your life that you would like to share. uh, We will definitely, if you send us an email, we'll, we'll read the highlights of that email and talk about it on the show. But but if you would like to share with us a story, shoot us an email. We check it all the time and we would love the response from our uh, from our fans. So we appreciate you listening. All right, we'll talk to you guys soon. All right, we'll see ya. Bye.